Welcome back to the Black Zen Weekly Wellness Podcast. I am Stacy here with my sister Jasmine. What's up? We are your Black Zen team. Our organization is dedicated to making meditation accessible, relatable, and dynamic for a variety of people. Mm-hmm. We want everyone to get into it, especially now. During this time, I think the most important thing we can do is really keep our peace and keep our sanity. And we do that through meditating on a regular basis and learning how to process what we're all going through at this time. Yep. So to finish off the month, we're talking about how food can really help you, how it can be the catalyst to your well-being and your growth, or how it can be, as we talked about last week in Toxic Foods, the detriment of your health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's actually this really lovely quote that I found from uh, this lady called Ann Wigmore. She's like this old school, like natural herbalist kind of lady. And she um, and she was talking about sort of like the benefit of plants and vegetables and food as medicine mm-hmm. long before it became popular. Respect. Some, exactly. <laughs> and she said something that I loved, which was that the food you eat can either be the safest and most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. Snaps all day on that. Okay. It's the truth. Yes. And what's funny, we really got into foods that heal, which mm-hmm. we're talking about this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like, you know, we nerd out all the time anyway, oh, but, um, but time... Jasmine is trying to apparently get her PhD in nutrition <laughs> <laughs> based on the research done for this particular podcast. So, because um, once you get into it, it's so interesting. So, I mean, I, I'll tell you right now at the start of this topic, get your pen out. It's time to take <laughs> some notes. I'm telling you, this stuff is super interesting. And in the same way that we were shocked and surprised by what processed foods do to your body and not realizing why they're so dangerous and why they're so toxic and why sugar is such an issue. This had the opposite impacts on me where I knew that food could be powerful. I knew that it could have healing properties. I knew that it was a, there was a reason why you want to eat fish and whole grains and all these other things, but I didn't realize to the extent to which it really does basically keep you healthy and able to absorb all of the good nutrients that you should be absorbing there's so many things that it does in your body i just i don't know why (laughs) that's all right i was i'm excited well let's dive in this is our last week on our month of food and we're talking about foods that heal and so i feel like you're trying to educate me at the same time oh i might be so don't be (laughs) so you guys if she comes off incredibly um you see what i'm saying It's really for our health, and I know it's for our benefit, so I will listen, and I encourage you to listen as well to what PhD nutritionist (laughs) wannabe Jasmine has to say. Information is the main course, and side-eye will be... A plenty. Yes. So. All right. What facts do you have? I feel like this is a fact episode, so let's just hear all the great facts you've found. And I will say, um, if anybody wants to dig even deeper into this stuff, I obviously... We don't have a three-hour-long podcast, so I'm just trying to hit you with the highlights. I'm also trying to lag to give you time to actually go get that pen, because (laughs) I'm telling you, you're either going to want to listen to it back, or you're going to want to write down the things that really, really apply to you or to someone that you know that it could be useful for. All right, let's get healthy. um, What's the first fact? No, I'm ready. Let's do this, right? We're all we're all home. Let's let's make it make it worth our while. So. A lot of the sources that I went to for this were Healthline.com, ChefsGarden.com, Conscious Lifestyle Magazine, Mind Body Green, a couple government websites for nutritional health. I mean, there's <laughs> I've just given you like the top five, but I mean, really, you can go down as much of a rabbit hole as you like with this. You know, I will say I appreciate 
being able to get the knowledge without having to do the work. Oh, I know you. And do. I'm sure our <laughs> I'm sure our listeners will feel the same. So well, that's my hope is that I realize that everybody has time to to do what I do and actually get so deep into a thing. So anyway, um, but what's interesting when I thought about well, food as medicine and food for health, what I realized is like when we focus on the concept of food as medicine, foods that we consume play a really critical role in terms of whether or not they create or control inflammation in our body. So why is inflammation important because to watch? Because most root causes of disease in our body is because there is something causing inflammation in a particular area. Hmm. So when you talk about foods as medicine, certain foods that you eat are actually minimizing your body's inflamed and sometimes oh overextended God. reaction to things. I just realized what an anti-inflammatory is. That's I've heard that term everywhere. Now well, exactly. I get it. Okay. And, and so Got what it. they're basically saying is when a, a certain part of your body is inflamed, that's where a lot of root cause of diseases come from. Because then everything in your body is essentially working overtime to try to attack that area or to try to cure that area or to try to work on bringing that inflammation down. But then that takes away resources from other areas of your body that actually need those things that are going to fight that inflamed area. So interesting. the more things that you can eat, ingest, take in that reduce that inflammation in your body, then it allows everything to stay in their lane about what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Every, everything in your body to stay in exactly. its lane. I see. Right. Interesting. It's all about balance in the body. That's okay. all it is. Any food is all just working towards making sure that you have enough of everything in every area to create a neutral, well-balanced, high-functioning system. That's it. Interesting. That's what I'm telling I'm ready you. To, I'm, 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 I'm excited. You. I'm excited to build it this machine, dorky, man. I'm going to build this machine. But our bodies machine. are machines. Like, yeah. That's what's crazy is like our body is a machine. And so what you give it absolutely reflects what you get back out most and of the time. And it's performance, really. Okay. Oh, completely. I get you. All and right. then the other I'm thing, with you so far. Right? And so then the other thing that food does is that it actually helps to balance your blood sugar, which again helps everything stay in line with how it's supposed to be. It regulates your heart health. So when people have like high blood pressure, hypertension, all that, like food actually can control a lot of that. Okay. And then it helps your digestive process. So, you know, when I talk about fiber all the time and why that's really important and gut health and all that, it's because it helps your body eliminate waste and it helps your body naturally detoxify itself. Whenever you have like, say, a piece of poison somewhere in the corner of your body, your body can't flush that out. It just basically exacerbates over time. You guys, if I had a nickel for every time Jasmine <laughs> gave me a lecture about fiber, I'd be sitting on a pile of nickels. I'm just telling you, you got to make sure all the stuff that's not supposed to be there is moving on through. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and so anyway, so what I thought was interesting is that everything about what we eat all has to do with this. And okay. when we don't eat properly, that's when those things become out of whack. That's when our hormones get out of whack, which, as you know, then affects our see, serotonin you got, you See, you had me at hormones because hormones, if that's what's going to affect my mood and my joy and my peace, yes. I'm more inclined to listen to you. Yes, like. <laughs> abnormal hormonal changes mm. in our body contribute to aging, diabetes, obesity, fatigue, depression, low mental capacity, reproductive problems. That's kind of crazy. I mean, it's that's that's, but if you remember, that's why we started this month talking about the four happy hormones well I, yeah i know and it's funny that i mean 
I knew food was important. Now you get what now, I'm saying. <laughs> is that right? why you went all crazy? You see what I mean? When I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and here's the piece that got me too, was that processed foods actually internally make our bodies more acidic. In an acidic environment, it allows diseases to thrive more easily. So you're saying when we eat processed foods, internally we create a... Um, the best environment a cruise for ship. diseases to thrive. A cruise ship. A cr- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to bring that's that up. A bad it's joke. a bad joke, and it's. A, I'm sorry, but it, that's what you're saying. Like you just, we're creating a place in our bodies where bad things can thrive and spread so quickly, easily, correct, and easily, correct. Okay, correct. So when you start to eat food with the mind frame of it being medicine, it absolutely changes. I think what you choose. Yeah. And then on top of it, balancing the blood sugar and naturally detoxifying your body and all these other things. When you eat the right foods, it improves your body's ability to absorb nutrients in food. If you're eating nutrients, but your body's not in the right environment to accept it, it doesn't, it doesn't recognize it as a nutrient and just passes through. Oh. So it literally helps you not only oh. stay healthy, it's a preventative so that you don't have to get sick in the first place. All of it boils down to food. Okay, Jeff. Just tell me. I'm just I get it. I get it. I hear you. I will move away from the scientific facts of it all since I, I see Stacy's little lazy eyes glazing over. And let me just get to, we assume that everybody knows what the obvious things are that you should be eating. Everyone does know the obvious though, Jasmine. I so too. It is obvious. But, eat okay. your fruits, eat your vegetables, eat your nuts, yada yada, I get which, it. Okay, but which fruits? All of them. All fruits are good. <laughs> all vegetables are good. Nuts are but good. But there are some that, are, that have more properties than others, just to say. All right. I'm just telling you. All right. I'm just telling you. So if you can only pick a few fruits to eat, berries, oranges, apples, and bananas. That's it. <laughs> You've never, you know how many fruits there are in the, you know, I know those are the but, four but it, but that it, you pick. The, the four most nutrient-packed, immune-boosting. Really? Yes. They want those four See? things. Oh, look at somebody who learned <laughs> something new. I thought everybody knew this. Well, I'm just surprised that they're basic fruits. They're not even anything exotic like pomegranate but this is why i think it's so important i think i think sometimes the perceived barrier about eating healthy is that it's like it's some special thing some guava fruit you gotta find in some <laughs> other place it's like no it's i know it's i was very... on my chia seed game for a minute no, and chia I seeds all... are great though keep going <laughs> <laughs> this well, is not saying, like, to, I, I, to I, mean, I mean i was on the whole west side life where i'm trying to go hunt down pomegranate granules and monk fruit and all and that my... and by all means go do all those things but if, if you want to keep it simple uh, yeah. and keep it healthy and keep it as nutrient You don't have to go outside possible. of the basics to get what we need. Correct. I get it. Berries, okay. oranges, apples, and bananas. All right. Trust me. I mean, again, I, t- I, gave, I gave all the resources of where I found this stuff. So if you want to go deeper into it, by all means, I'm trying to consolidate all the hours of research I did into a 20-minute podcast <laughs> so that you can get the bang for your buck. I'm great. You I am grateful. You listen to the Black Zen Weekly Wellness Podcast. I'm grateful. Leafy, leafy greens. Everyone knows that, Jasmine. Mustard greens, collard greens, everyone, broccoli, Jasmine, arugula, everyone spinach, knows kale. greens are good for you. That okay. is not new. But one thing I did learn through what you said earlier is that, I mean, for someone who doesn't like eat greens and cook them the way I should, mm-hmm. like I get my greens through juice. Right. And so I recognize now if my body is not in the place to accept, absorb, to absorb the nutrients, then all of my green drinks that I'm making mm-hmm. are not... absorbing as well as they could be right um and then grains like brown rice oats quinoa and then 
bulgur wheat, which I actually think kind of people sleep on, but I actually really like bulgur wheat. It's a really nice grain, so it, it's not as carby as other ones, and it actually still has all these great um, properties to it. So, um, And the only thing to think about with grains is that you want to keep the portions small just to maintain the benefits without having too many carbs if you're worried about that sort of thing. Okay. Lean protein, obviously salmon, tuna, trout, lean cuts of beet, chicken breast, eggs. It's all, and you can only do egg whites people, if you're worried about cholesterol, but... These are things people eat all the time. You would think These so. are regular things. You would think this so. This is not new. Plant-based proteins, so lentils, chickpeas, chia seeds, which I know you love. And then here's my favorite that I learned. Rice and beans together are considered a complete protein source. Shut your mouth. I know. You I know, just said everything Jasmine, you ever wanted to hear. <laughs> what you guys don't understand is... This is what I eat probably three days a week, and this is what I make at home. Yes. But I I thought it was interesting that by themselves, they're incomplete proteins. But when you eat them together, which I think is such a staple in so many ethnic homes. one helps the other thing. Exactly. So when you eat them together, they become a complete protein source, and that can be considered a plant-based protein. Sold. (laughs) Sold. For all the things you said, what I'm going to remember is I can continue to eat my beans and rice and feel good about my toys. (laughs) Yes, just don't pack it with a bunch of salt, but yeah. And then obviously nuts like almonds, walnuts, and pecans, which are the top three, just so you know. So almonds. if you have to choose almonds, walnuts, and pecans. There's more nuts than that? There, are, <laughs> there are more nuts than that. But I was trying to get I was trying yeah. to think about what are like I don't want a, a laundry list of things to go buy. Yeah. What should I always have in my pantry? And those are like staples. I think you can yeah. find those anywhere. Very easy. Very They're easy. They're not cheap though. Oh, I'm gonna get to that. Don't worry. Okay. Um and then healthy fats. So like avocado, extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil, things like that. Okay. So that's what everybody knows. Those are the obvious ones. As we oh, saw, are you gonna hit me with some so obvious? <laughs> are you gonna hit me with some new stuff right now? I am. Okay. So you know how I talked about food being medicine is so important because it basically uh, reduces inflammation in our body and it allows everything to run the way it's supposed to. So anti-inflammatory foods to start incorporating into your diet to actually reduce inflammation before it ever even begins to cause a problem. Ooh, okay, I'm listening now. Right? Okay, you have piqued my interest. I'm so glad. (laughs) Um, So leafy greens. like That's a given. Well, Stacey, I don't make up the facts. The facts are the facts. And what you'll realize is that on some of these lists, some of the stuff that we had mentioned before about things that were good for promoting the four happy hormones mm-hmm. show up on this list time and time and time again. And I just thought, oh my God, no wonder they're on every list. And there's a reason why they're on every list. Okay. So, all just, right. Just so, leafy know. greens. I'm going to give big ups to leafy greens. Big ups <laughs> to leafy greens. So, um, there's also beets, celery, walnuts, flax seeds. Wait, coconut oil. I thought we were talking about greens. You said walnuts. No, I said anti-inflammatory foods oh. to begin incorporating into your okay, diet. Okay, start so over. Anti-inflammatory it, foods. I told, I told are... you to have your pen ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually really taking mental notes about this. Yes. Okay. So have your pens ready. So leafy greens like Swiss chard, mustard greens, collard greens, broccoli, arugula, spinach, kale, all of those leafy greens are included in that. Then there's also broccoli, beets, celery, walnuts. Black seeds, coconut oil, chia seeds, salmon, pineapple, blueberries, turmeric with a little bit of pepper mixed in because that's how you get the most out of turmeric. Oh. And ginger. Uh-huh. I, I told you. I just <laughs> went down a rabbit hole. And those are the anti-inflammatories that are going to keep my body from, from having from, little small fires. Correct. That then pull resources from places that they need to be. Got it. Yep. The other thing I, I thought about was, okay, well, if I'm talking about food as medicine, how do I 
boost my immune system so that I don't have to fight off anything anyway, Mm. right? So Mm -hmm. how do you do that? The next list I'm going to give you are things that boost your immune system and or help with minor ailments. Okay, let's hear. Okay. So mushrooms boost immunity. So when you do things like when you make your own um, chicken broth or your own veggie broth at home. Pause, pause, pause. I don't know how many people make their own chicken broth or vegetable broth. Fail. But put some mushrooms on some rice. It's delicious. Oh, my I gosh. Got that. You guys can tell how we how different we eat. I was going to say, I enjoy I cooking. Think, so, actually, I prefer my own broth because I know what I want it to taste Because like. you're like a cook. I'm a yes. regular person. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I'm not saying regular people don't cook. I'm I was going to say, like, what does that mean? Not everyone has, I mean. Time to make their own broth. I, Fine. Okay. That's okay, a, I mean, I'm not trying to wrong. make it's, my own broth. It's a, don't get me wrong. It is. It is a Sunday. It's a luxury. Thing. No, it, no. It's it's a <laughs> Sunday thing I do when I'm doing laundry and cleaning the house because it has to go for a couple of hours. So I just watch it, and while I'm doing other things around the house, everybody cleans their house. Everybody does you laundry. Know, I'm sure I can figure out to incorporate that time. I don't want to incorporate <laughs> the time to make my own chicken broth from scratch or vegetable broth from scratch. But well, thanks. it's your loss. <laughs> <laughs> But Fine. I get it. I get it. Mushrooms. But, but, but mushrooms, mushrooms, if you just started to add mushrooms into your diet, you get actually a lot of really immunity boosting properties. You know what? It. Here's a fun tip for people who are like me who eat regularly. Um, <laughs> I have had mushrooms in gravy. It adds such a oh, I can fantastic see punch. Like yeah. onions, mushrooms in a gravy is like. I can see that. That over rice, I'm done. All right. So you With a side of leafy greens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I am going to be that person <laughs> this entire podcast, so you'll have to forgive me. Um, I didn't know this, but you can actually chew fennel when you have a stomachache. Oh, really? I like the idea of being able to get something like fennel mm-hmm. versus having to get like Pepto-Bismol or something else that's like medicated. Yes. So anything natural, I'm always a fan of a natural resource. So, okay. Right. Fennel. I will figure out what fennel is when I have a stomach ache (laughs) and make that happen. Fennel is right next to the leafy greens and the beets and things like that when you look at the produce section in the store. So, like I said, I'll Google it and um, (laughs) I'll take a picture when I go into the store next and figure out what that is. I really can't with you. Okay. Okay. If you have a cold, you can try this mixture of turmeric, honey, and warm milk before you go to bed. I'll try. That was kind of cool. Green tea is another really great thing that reduces inflammation in our body. Love green tea. I know. Jasmine can't drink it. It hurts her stomach. It does. I get sick off of it. So, you know, you know what your body can take and what it can't take. And for me, when I realized every time I got sick, it's because I had green tea. <laughs> like, I was realizing, oh, okay, so that's not for me. That can really apply to everything we're talking about in this conversation. Some people could be allergic to nuts. Correct. Game over. Right. Like, so don't sit don't... there eating a handful of nuts. Like, you know, you yeah. do what's yeah. good for you. Do yeah. what's good for you. Um, I love garlic. Garlic is an old school staple for and for That's all of everything. its healthy properties. But so when you're not feeling well, I mean, it can help reduce fever, it boosts your immune system. I mean, it does all these things. And so, I mean, and usually most people will cook a lot with garlic. Mm-hmm. But if you don't already. That's another one to start using a bit more of. You know what else I've noticed about garlic? Hmm. I add it now in most things that need salt because then I find I use less salt. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was trying to get my salt consumption down a bit. <laughs> and um, it definitely adds another flavor level that doesn't – so I don't oh, need so as much salt. Oh, so it minimizes the need Yeah, the need for salt to get my flavor that I want. I like that. So, I like that. That's a consider. good tip. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, I'm going to go back to this because this shows up on if every If you say list. leafy greens, I swear I'm to not, God. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Fermented foods. 
So oh. like kimchi, which we talked about before, yeah, love yogurt, um, probiotics. Some, it, I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> telling you, it all has to do with a healthy gut. It all comes back to that. So, okay. um, and then also I'm adding to the, to the list, which we already talked about a little bit uh, before, but kombucha, I'm going to add that on the list. And then I still tempeh. don't know what that is. Tempeh. I, pa- no, I have to, I don't know, kombucha and tempeh, pass and pass. Okay. We're going to keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I can we, tell by your face, I'm not going to win that war. Nope. Here's something that's interesting is that. Cinnamon tea supposedly helps your body control type 2 diabetes. I wonder how. It's a change in smell. Well, because a cinnamon is one of those really, really special spices that like actually has a lot of like healthy properties to it. So um, and then, so I, when I was like, oh, cinnamon tea, I didn't realize that. So it's something to look into. Try it. If that's I'll right. Try, yeah. What's great about these things, I mean, if they work, they don't work. There's no harm in eating vegetables. There's no harm in eating drinking tea. There's no harm in turmeric with honey and hunt and right. you know, right? Unless unless you have a severe milk. allergic reaction to healthy things, it would be very hard for you to like hurt yeah. yourself here. So yeah, I feel like I, I'm trying to give things on the spectrum of like depending on how adventurous you are, how deep you want to get into this, versus ones who are like, just tell me what greens to eat, right? So everybody's <laughs> on a different different place, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, another use for cinnamon is that you can add it to, um, other than teas, you can add it into like applesauce and oatmeal and it actually helps to break up a cold and break a fever. Cinnamon? Cinnamon. Huh. And my last one, which I thought, I, I think this is so interesting and I, I didn't go as deep as I wanted to into this, but, um, <laughs> mixing cayenne, <laughs> mixing cayenne pepper with vinegar and rubbing it as a liniment into arthritic joints can help. What? Right? Oh, interesting. The, the pepper and the vinegar apparently help penetrate what's going on, like, in terms of, like, the areas that are inflamed, the places that hurt. It's interesting if it works. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel know. like that's, yeah, that's one of those things know. where I'm like, mm. it might. I don't know. I don't but have they, arthritis, so I can't test it. I know. I yeah, I can't, yeah, I, I can't test you. that one. But what I love, though, about everything I found out is that we actually have a lot of these items just hanging out in our spice cabinet. And yeah. so I like that they aren't these completely foreign foods that we've never had before. It's just being more intentional about adding more of that into our daily diets. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. Just some like garlic or like, you know. Yeah, no, I get it. I like, I like that. I like the idea that we can really help problems before they start mm-hmm. in our bodies with Correct. the food we eat. And that was really the whole point of this entire month of food, mm-hmm. you know, is being able to, one, look at how we eat why we eat, right? what's not doing us any favors, mm-hmm. and then how to really work on those things, yes. you know, and how to kind of reverse some of those inflammatory things that we might be having because we ate processed food in right. the past. So. Right, exactly. I get it. Exactly. All right. And then you mentioned something early on that I wanted to come back to, because I think this is another perceived barrier about um, eating well or eating healthy, is that, you know, some people argue that, well, fresh vegetables are really expensive, and so that's why I don't eat fresh vegetables, because I don't have that kind of that kind of ducats to do that. And what I would argue is that, like, paying for medication and hospital bills for issues related to diabetes yeah. and high blood pressure and all these other things, to me, are far more expensive and hurt the pocket a lot more than a few extra dollars each week on properly taking care of ourselves. I get that. So that's, that's me I advocating that. for saying, like, I, I know that you might notice a bump, but if that bump allows you to save in major ways down the line, it's sort of like, do you want to pay a little bit over time or do you want to get stuck with a $5,000 medical bill that's going to set you back? That's on you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, no, it's wow, real, you, you went hard on that I one. I didn't mean yeah, to go you, in. You went but, in on that one. But I just feel like I hear this a lot and I totally get it. And I'm not saying you have to replace every meal that you ever eat with a bunch of leafy greens. You know, <laughs> I, I, get, yeah. I get that might not be the way that somebody else does it. 
But I do think this can be a starting point to try to think about what could you start incorporating into your diet. Yeah. Right? That would help you to prevent lots of other things from happening that really don't need to happen. No, that makes sense. And you know, it's not just medical bills that are affected. I mean, just your general mood. Yes. You know, if you walk around happy, or what, I mean, isn't it yes. worth the extra money to pay for vegetables to be able to walk in without pain or without, exactly. you know what I'm saying, a better episode, mood? Uh, totally. Yeah. In an episode two of this month, we talked about the foods that support the four happy hormones. Yeah. So if you want, if you want to just start there. That one still resonates. Get, right. <laughs> if you want I'm to start still, there before yeah. you get to this one, by all means. But I just think at least now you know and you can do something with that information as opposed to not knowing where to start. Yeah. And then just in general, I think being patient and understanding that when you are adding new foods into your diet and the idea of using food as medicine, it's really, it's preventative, it cures some things, but really it's something that you're thinking about in terms of a long-term process. Because if you think about disease in your body doesn't just happen overnight, right? It's something that happens over time. And in the same way, when you're healing your body, it's something that is happening over time. So to say that like, I just ate a bag of almonds yesterday. Now I'm like, well, how come I'm not seeing my skin look good? (laughs) Well, you have to give it some time. Yeah. Right? So, oh, you so know, be patient with that process. You also have a good point here. For those of us who <laughs> might think, well, I don't have inflammatory, I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. I will say my research also showed that a lot of these things help skin, mm-hmm. face, skin, I, hair, I, nails, hair all nails, all of those things that are on the outside that we want to spruce up for the gram. Yes. <laughs> right. So, right. So you, you, know. you could buy $200 worth of makeup or you could actually just start <laughs> just eating have really well. skin. No, I'm telling yeah, you, no, I you don't need it. to use all that stuff. And I that helps it. you not only now, but as you get older. So there's something about being patient with this process of our bodies um, getting better and getting healthier and being as best that they can be. Yeah. And, Patience and I, is key. Patience, yeah. I mean, that's like the cornerstone of meditation in general. Yes. Like, I mean, anything that's going to be good for you and going to be helpful to you and make you transform into this new fantastic self mm-hmm. will take time. Correct. So. I think I gave y'all plenty. <laughs> if you want to go back to anything, you can. Again, the the resources that I used for this, and I'm only I'm not giving all of them because there were too many, but I'm just giving the ones that I thought were the most helpful, which was Healthline.com, Chef'sGarden.com, Conscious Lifestyle Magazine, and Mind Body Green. I got a lot of really good information from them, and they had sources to other places as well. So if you want to oh, okay. get deep. Feel free, go down the rabbit hole. I'm gonna go down the rabbit hole. (laughs) But I but I hope this has at least inspired you to start thinking a little bit more about what you put in your body and how you're making sure that you're creating a really great environment internally um, for it to be and run its best. Love it. So we'll leave with that. We will see you guys next Monday, 9 a.m. PST. Mm -hmm. Uh, to reach out in the meantime, info at blackzen.co is how to email us. And if you want to see our website for more resources, additional Mm -hmm. stuff we have available, uh, blackzen.co. That's blackzen.co. We'll see you next week, Monday, 9 a.m. PST.